Okay, cool. All right. Great message. Good stuff. Really enjoyed it. You know what my favorite part is? You know what I just realized my favorite thing is? What? That I've never, I, I never, in my old life, I never cussed. I was just pagan worshiping. <laughs> you call it pagan now. worship. I like that that is now. That's how I'm going to see it, is pagan worship. I, pagan praise. Pagan praise, yeah. It's they don't know what they're doing. Right, right. But it's a response to something. Uh-huh. And, and a lot something. of the times, they say the right name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Isn't that funny? Uh-huh. It's like, JC. God will not be mocked. No. That is so funny. No. And, and even if they're just saying, you know, the old four-letter words, <laughs> they are still, ex they are in a pagan way expressing, trying to express the inexpressible awe that they're viewing that is not of them. Right. They're acknowledging it. Yes, yes. Their, their, their humility in the presence. And it'd just be so fun to say to them in that moment. Now, you do know why that was created and who it, who it represents, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do. I love... You know, what, what's the, the scripture? You know, everything can be known of God, even the Godhead through everything that's been created. Like, yeah, I just, Romans. I, I, I love, <clears throat> love that idea that if you just look close enough, analyze, stop, think, pause, wonder about anything. Yeah. God built it, and he's telling you something about him. See, I did a sermon on snow for a candlelight service years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I looked up every snow scripture, and I tried to make every play on words I could. And we had snow machines in here, and we called it wider than snow. And, and, and so... I really uh, saw all, how much snow is used in Scripture to depict a very certain thing, a very, the purity of his covering over our he'll make your sins. Why does snow? And ever since then, when it snows, all I can think of is God's purity covering us, covering the dirty world. And, right. And it's so funny, by loading that in, now when it snows, my heart automatically glorifies God. But it blesses me because I'm not thinking, hey, I should think about God's purity and how it covers this. Yeah. I'm not thinking that. Right. It's just I wake up and it's snowing and oh, those thoughts yeah. come out of it. Well, now it'll be the same thing with lightning and thunder because I, I, want, I seriously just wanted to speak for 20 minutes straight and just read scriptures on lightning right. and thunder because once you see it, you know, Job 26, uh, he says a bunch of stuff and he goes, but this is just the fringe of his ways, his power and the thunder. Who can understand? Well, I'll tell you, anyone who's just went and collected all the scriptures on thunder and, <laughs> yeah. and saw what God was doing. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, everyone in that Old Testament that's writing, they're all seeing the same, they're all, they're all writing from the same playbook. Yeah. So when someone's writing about thunder and lightning, they know that that's what God chose to depict his power and glory. Right, right. When it says God is light, lightning, yeah. that light, the light that came into the darkness. Yeah. And we don't realize, wait, there's different kinds of light. There's reflective moon glow and there's sunshine. But Tree the, exploding fire from the heavens, which was, woo, <laughs> that's a wake up. Yeah, and, and, it, and it, lightning is described as his arm, mm -hmm. his arrows, his spear, and his fingers. So now I'm reading these other things where uh, he wrote the Ten Commandments up on top of that mountain. He appeared in a great cloud with thunder and lightning, and he wrote on those tablets with his finger and went, wait a minute. Is that how he did it? 
<laughs> because wow, I, I want to see that depicted in a movie. Yeah. Uh, old uh, Belshazzar, and he's sitting there, uh, uh, you know, drinking out of the gold goblet from the from the temple. Being <laughs> Nothing a very, could ever go being wrong. Being a very <laughs> naughty boy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the hand of God just a uh, hand of God just shows up, and with the fingers uh, right, meeny meeny tackle a person on the wall opposite him, and it says, and he was terrified because he saw the fingers that wrote. And I'm going, wait a minute. Was that lightning? Because, well, I'd be terrified either way. A big disembodied finger. I mean, that's what we picture, but it doesn't say he has a man's hand. Well, kind of maybe. But in some places, uh, but it does say his fingers and hands are lightning. And so all of a sudden, imagine that if you're sitting there drinking this and, and, and it's, What's it in left, this drink? <laughs> it left, your mind goes into the strangest place. It left yeah. writing. And then Daniel has to come read it. Yeah. Um, good. Okay. Uh, got a couple of questions for you. As the lightning flashes from the east to the west, so will the sentiment be revealed. Y- yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> correct. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, oh, here's, yeah, here's, there's a couple of good ones. Um, what do you mean by saying the LPG kind of acts as a Bible guide? I like that. Oh, uh, because it's kind of like the whole thunder lightning thing. Now, every time I see something about God's finger in there, I go, wait, that's like lightning. Is that lightning? Uh, and I guarantee you when I see thunder and lightning in right. real life, I'm going to think glory of God, power of God. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, his, he lights up the skies with his glory, and afterward, his power uh, thunders. It's like, not only that, I'm guessing that you can break the power and glory into Old Testament and New Testament. I think thunder represents uh, his, because you didn't see a form, you only heard his voice on the mountain. Right, right. And so I think it's thunder as the Old Testament of God of thunder. And then Jesus is the... Uh, the image, the glory of the invisible God, he's the one who comes as lightning. And so the lightning is the glory and the, and the thunder is the power. And Old Testament, New Testament, and I think that's why... He does say he's the light. And I think that's why when uh, James and John wanted to call down fire, uh, Jesus says, you don't know what spirit you're of. Hmm. And he nicknamed them sons of thunder. You're, the, you're not of the spirit of thunder, boys. You're the spirit of lightning. And they're like, well, that's what we were wanting you to call down. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, uh, so why do I say it's a prayer guide? So in that same way. Or Bible guide. Bible guide. Bible guide. Uh, so in that same way that now lightning and thunder is going to you know, just trigger that. Because I've been going over this so many weeks, you know, adore him as a dad and uh, revere him as a creator and heaven and just getting those lines over and over and over in my head. Now, when I'm going into scripture and just reading, you know, Psalms or prophets, it's like Jesus really saw something. He saw that, you know what, you can almost boil everything down into these statements. Right. Because there's the Father statements, and there's the hallowed name statements, and there's the in heaven, and the on earth, and the be merciful, and the grant forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes sense, because this Lord's Prayer Guide kind of covers the gamut, and yeah. the Bible is just talking about the gamut. Right. But even like that one I showed today, as a father loves his children, so the Lord is like, oh, our Father. Right. Um, uh, loves those who fear his name. Oh, oh, 
reverence, he's a father, but you got to reverence his hallowed name. Sure. And, and so, uh, let me also say, because I know um, in talking about prayer, you've done a lot of teachings in the past, you know, stressing the idea that it's listening to God, right? That's what prayer really is Mostly primarily is. supposed Mostly. to be. And listening in his word primarily. And so, and if that's where we do our listening, then it would make, if that's the book of our prayer, you know, right. then of course it would be a, a, like an indexing of that book just as much as it is. Well, and I noticed, Yamida, you know. well, and I noticed that uh, the blessings, blessed are the, uh, the poor for there's the kingdom of heaven. Oh, well, that goes with the Lord's prayer. And those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, you'll be fed. Oh, that goes with uh, give us this daily bread. And the merciful, for they'll receive mercy. Oh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And I went, wait a minute. Is this a thing? And so I stripped out all the, the blessings that he says right before the prayer. And each one can fit in a category under the Lord's prayer. But there was missing, there was categories that didn't have one. He didn't give them yeah. all. And I went... Well, I wonder if those exist. So then I just typed in quotes, um, blessed are, and for the mm -hmm. New Testament, mm -hmm. and the rest of the Gospels, and got like four pages. I never realized there's so many pronouncements of blessing. Uh, yeah. And so I just went through and went, oh my goodness, they categorize. And so, blessed are you on earth as in heaven. And it's yeah. like, and so, so what I did, I spent a day and a half this week putting this whole thing together with all the blessings to show how you can see the Lord's prayer and the blessings of the New Testament. Yeah. And, and the point being, we start using the Lord's prayer guide, you'll be blessed because look at every blessing fits in here. Right. Or has, there, I shouldn't say it that way. Every line here has a promised blessing. Um, and it was just too much. And I thought, no one wants to sit through that. <laughs> Yet we'll get and to so, that. <laughs> but it was really cool to have done. And so, and that's a long way around the barn just to say, it's helping me notice what I'm reading. Before, I'll just read, hey, like a father loves his children, so the Lord loves those who fear him. And I'm, blah, blah, blah. But now, because of that, it, they're standing out. It's like, as a father loves his children, oh, is this our father? You know, and and I'm, yeah. it's, it's just a thought. You know, uh, those who fear him. And now instead of going, oh, that fear probably, it's the good fear. And instead of that, it's just like, oh, hallowed name. Yeah. And it's funny because it's helping me relate to. Right. So in that way, a uh, Bible guy. Yeah. And um, if there's one thing that you learn, the more that you kind of pull those threads, is that he doesn't ever mention something once. He doesn't. No. And so uh, we kind of had a little talk about this earlier this week because... This whole deal of, uh, it's in some Bibles, but not every Bible. And that bothers me, you know, like that, that sticks in my craw. But I think uh, exactly what you said here, uh, it's in your Bible. It's just not necessarily right there. And I think that is one of those wonderful examples of scripture, interpreting scripture or, you know, uh, supporting it. And, and we don't know how many times that he taught, you know, we forget that the Gospels, you know, John says, hey, he did so many things that the books couldn't contain it in the world, but, but these have been recorded so that you may believe he's the Son of God. Yeah. We don't, he, he went from synagogue to synagogue everywhere, teaching, 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 teaching. How many times did he teach the Lord's Prayer and how many ways right. uh, did he one time end with that? But so, you know, we've, we, you and I have looked at this uh, before with other things. They seem sometimes contradictory, like, 
boy, this manuscript says this and this says this. And every time we've looked into it, we have found that they're both correct. Right. That everything that was authoritative from the beginning, when yeah. it was, because those people were there, you had disciples and disciples of disciples who would have said, nope, not that. Yeah. And so the ones that made it, oh yeah, they said it was this place and he right. said it was that place. The disciples at that point looked and went, well, they're both right, so just leave them. Now, 2,000 years later, we look at it and go, oh, they got a contradiction. Okay. <laughs> right. It's like the disciples were watching over these things. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking of one in particular where the name of the place is two different things. And then you go look up and you find out that, oh, my goodness, you actually need to know both of these to pinpoint where it was. And they're both correct. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. And I, I mean, and I, I don't know, I, I love that. It's almost like it was designed. All of these things prompt you yeah. because you get frustrated because he knows mm -hmm. you would if he goes, yeah, some of them. I could have gotten it written in every book if I wanted. So everything is there in the way that it is on purpose. And it does because it makes me as the kind of mind, the creation that I am, get frustrated and go, well, what is it? And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to do what you tell me, Lord, and I'm going to get in there. And oh, yeah, you do say it in other places. Well, that verified. Yeah, no, the teaching's actually really getting a lot bigger now that I start looking at the rest of it. Oh, yes, your kingdom come in. Your, I mean, like, I will find those things in there. It's like, like he did it. Yep. On purpose. Okay. Um, I want to say something too, but I'm just realizing we need to get to their questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one too. You said... You said hell is where God isn't. What mm -hmm. about Psalm 139 where David can't escape his presence even in Sheol? How about Revelation uh, where hell is in the presence of Jesus and his angels? Yeah, Bruce. How about him? Oh, oh I thought I was asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, they also, and what about omnipresence? Yeah. And what about in God there is no darkness? And in the beginning, the earth was without foreign void and, and darkness. Yeah, what, a, what about those? What about the darkness that there is where there isn't any darkness? <sighs> Bet you wish you'd thought of that, huh? Um, no. <laughs> what I have discovered, no, that's the wrong word. I discovered anything. What I uh, lean into anymore is this thought. We probably don't really have the ability to picture multi-dimensional time and eternity and the physical properties that exist there where a God can both be somewhere and not be somewhere. Right. And so, for instance, in one, re in one respect, God is not in this room. You right. can't go find him and point to him and take a picture of him. In another respect, oh, he is in this room. So, something can be in his presence, but from the perspective of the person there, they have to trust that he's there. So when David cries out, even if I, I make my bed in Sheol, you're there. He doesn't mean, you know, God's scooting and go, move over, David, I need some room. <laughs> it's even there in the grave, I can trust that you're there. Even those suffering outside of his covering, his, his, uh, his loving presence, who've removed themselves, he's still there. It's still in his presence. You can't escape him. Mm -hmm. 
But yet you can look at someone who's living their life so away from God, so apart from God, and they're living in darkness. And yet he's right there with them and doing all he can to, without tampering with their free will, to get them to turn, come into the light. But it's not like you turn on a light switch. <clears throat> it just happens in your heart. So, yeah, yeah. So when I say it's the definition, it's, it's when you're at a place in life where you've excluded God, he's still there, but you've excluded him. You're like, not in his presence in that sense. Like, uh, uh, would it be Does analogous to the, the three-year-old who plays hide-and-seek by closing their eyes? <laughs> you know, like that one's like I'm. You can't see me. Well, in a sense, I. You know, you can't. You know, because that they are withholding. Right. So, so that's all I mean by that is that to be in His presence, in His loving embrace, and in relationship with Him, wherever that is, that's heaven. Right. To have separated yourself and to want no part of Him and to live in that darkness. Wherever that is, that's hell. Right, right, right. One is darkness, one is light. You have all these scriptures where it says, you call darkness light. And don't picture those. Yeah. People aren't real dumb going, oh, that's darkness and that's light. Yeah. No, they're saying, you know, this, we all know people who live in darkness in mm -hmm. their spiritual life. And I'm putting quotes around that because you know, we come up with all kinds of crazy things that are spiritual. Mm -hmm. And we realize they're living in darkness, but they're calling it light. Right. So that, that's all I yeah. mean by that. And just wait for more. Let me back all the way up. You were, one of the things that you said in a sermon a long time ago, too, that I really liked that stuck with me was the, um, remember he created everything first to preload this stuff for the <laughs> like, metaphor. It's not like he went, ooh, that's good. He's like, no, I got everything, everything in there. Um, and as we continue to discover natures of those things, mm -hmm. we've also talked about, you know, like, like, oh, the nature of light being three things in one and all that. We go, oh, you, you, you just keep, you, right, you right. hid more metaphors in there than we've even seen. And so now, being the <laughs> science geek that I am, I don't know enough about it, but you hear those like um, uh, boundaries that we're pushing in our knowledge of things, quantum mechanic wise. Dimensions and, and yeah. we have this like, String you know, that light is a particle and, and a, wave. a wave and it operates in concert with every other light particle or wave in the universe somehow knowing and communicating. And I go, what? And I don't know, but we do know that everything here declares that glory. And yes. so the more that we learn that stuff, I love it because it is just mm -hmm. looking deeper. And he's going, yeah, it's always been there. It's always been me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> wonder if the Bible Belt is because of all the mighty storms and tornadoes they encounter. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> That's a good uh, observation. I like that. You kind of have to start throwing a lot of pagan praise into the air until you discover That's what funny. you're yelling at. Um, that east wind is a big symbol in the Old yeah. Testament. And the, uh, every time on the news when I hear about a big nor'easter coming, and I think Easter... <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> because Jesus is the big east wind that comes. Oh, boy. Anyway. Okay. Uh, some prayer phrases replace pagan phrases. I know for me, I softly shout, praise him if I hammer my finger. <laughs> I, I would not believe that in my pre-Christian days until I was fixing a car with my uncle. 
Uh, he's a pastor in, down in Oregon, and it was the, I've never seen such control where he was like, pinch something, just, I just probably broke and smashed his femur, and he was just, praise the Lord. And I was like, <laughs> how do you do that? That is amazing. But yeah, I've been trying, I've been trying. Okay, they go on to say, can you go deeper into spontaneous seals of praise? Where you find them in scripture, why they are, where they are, or used when they are used. Okay, a, a seal of praise, a spontaneous seal of praise is just, it's, it's, if we're going to pray each day and get ourselves ready to go, how do you end it? You know, you can just fizzle out and go, well, amen. <laughs> of course, after our sermon on amen, you won't say it that way. Um, <laughs> well, amen, I guess, I guess we're done. Not, you're not going to do anything right now. Huh? And so what the seal of praise does, especially in this, you know, this affirmation and uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, appreciation and exaltation. exaltation yeah. Uh, what it's, and those are just my three words. I mean, it's, it's these three things because yours is the kingdom. It is. And yours is the power and yours is the glory. The purpose of this at the end is to go, okay, we've covered a lot of material. And maybe in 30 seconds, you know, once you just really get this down, it's like you're going through these things. Now, I need to, I need to kind of declare why I'm coming, why I think this yeah. is going to actually have an effect. Mostly for me, mm -hmm. but also in thanks and praise that I can say all this. I can bring all this to you that you are going to help me. And so rather than, it, it, rather than it just being a, and so help me not, you know, fall into temptation again today. It's, no, really, what, what should I do, God, to avoid that one and to stand up under that? What should I do? And now I'm listening. Yeah, I know what I should do. I just don't want to think, uh, yeah, but I do know what I should do. Okay, okay, right. Well, Praise you because you're on the throne and I'm not in glory right. to you. Let's do it. Yeah. It's like it's, 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 it's helping seal in your heart that I really mean it and I believe it and we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And Through so you, I like that emphasizing the like yours, that it's not me. I'm not on the throne. Right, right. Yours is the power. Like I'm coming to you with all That's this. Right. Knowing that you're the one who can make it happen. Yes. And so the words aren't important. It's the fact that you in your authentic spontaneity are saying, and just, it doesn't have to be a big, lots of sentences. It's what do you need to say to seal this day's prayer? Maybe you're really sad. Maybe someone died and you're struggling that way. That's going to be a very different declaration at the end then if you just won the lottery and you're praying about, man, don't let me go crazy with this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very, very different. As you're reading through scripture, if, if this is something that you start to practice, you'll realize right away that you don't have a very big arsenal. Yeah. If, if you're not used to doing this, it's like I say, praise you. and we're, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Worship you. Yeah. But if, if you make yourself do this, what will happen is just as you're reading scripture, things will stand out to you. And you go, oh, that's something I, that resonates with me. I should keep a list. I'm going to write that down. I, I made a list for me of the things that resonate. Like, and I was just looking at it this week. went, oh, that's funny because I haven't looked at it for a long time. But yeah, these are the words from scripture that I really liked. That you, yeah. They just summed different things up and they meant something to me. And I could show that list to you and it, you might go, yeah, two-thirds of those really don't do anything for me. <laughs> And so 
It's just as you're going through scripture, you're looking for ideas, and it doesn't have to only be scripture. As you're just meditating through the day, as you're singing a song, as you're talking to friends, when you hear, like I just somebody said to me today, uh, that his word is hallelujah. And he says, yeah. you know, I got out of the car a couple of days ago, and it was blue sky and sunshine, you know, and it's been a long time. And he says, and I just looked up and said, hallelujah. And he says, yeah. I just do that now. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And he says, that's my word. That's my praise phrase. Yeah, yeah. And it's good because you feel it's putting a word to that feeling, to that thought, to hammer it down so it doesn't just escape. Because sometimes you have that. You outside and you just go, huh, neat. You know, you know you, whatever it is, you just can't think about it. You just go, that's, that's a thing. I'm like, there's maybe a little pep See, in your step. You don't even think about it, but you're just, you know it. But if you stop, recognize, say, Look what you're doing, God. Yes. That is awesome. See, when you start loading these things in, and so like when, it, when the lightning flashes, and I automatically go, glory. And, and I yeah. mean, glory to God. But I also mean, that's your glory. That's, that's the picture yeah. you yeah. created to help me understand your glory. Exactly. And so, glory, it will so deepen the experience of daily life. Yes, yes. If you had mm-hmm. those in I, there. Totally. So that they could just naturally, spontaneously come out, mm-hmm. either when God decides he would like to hear them, right. or when you're just finishing a prayer and you just want to hit something before the amen. Yeah, yep, I agree. There, I, I always described it as like there are those peepholes into heaven. Like you just get to see a little teeny <laughs> yeah. bit. You see something like that and you go, oh, hallelujah, there it is. You know, I love it. I, and, and to just start grouping them all with that word, with that praise, and saying, oh, you put all those peoples together, you start to see the world a whole well, lot different. I've been holding on to that video for a long time, knowing I was going to show it one day, because I saw it, I watched yeah. this compilation. I had read lightning scriptures before, and so I went on YouTube, and I just wrote, you know, lightning compilation, and, and up came like this 12-minute every light, and I was just so fascinated. All these people that just happened to catch a lightning strike, and I'm just watching one after the other after the other. And then this one comes on right in the middle. Yeah. And I went, it, it shattered the tree. It, it, it stripped <laughs> yeah. it. it there's, there's, and I went back and went, where is that? Where's that scripture? Where's the scripture? And found it went, that's that scripture. I didn't yeah. understand. Shatters the cedars Splits and strips the, the forest yeah, bare just... and, and shakes the wilderness. What? Lightning and thunder. Okay, I guess. I don't give it. Yeah. And so that was a case where I'd read the scripture, had it in me, saw the video, and the scripture went, remember me? Yeah, yeah. You load it in. Mm -hmm. It has a mind of its own. It comes out when it's ready. And so ever since then, that was probably two years ago, I've just been waiting. And I've tried to force it a couple times. Like, no, it doesn't really fit. And now today with the lightning thing, it's like, oh, I finally get to show. Mm -hmm. I won't soon forget it. Um, I'm going to give a last call if anybody's got any scriptures they want to sneak in, or scriptures, any questions they, or scriptures they want to sneak in under the wire, but otherwise I think we're at, uh, at the end of okay. what I got. But I do also want to say, because um, I want to emphasize, because I thought this line was so great and so true, um, there's a light in your heart just waiting to bolt out of your mouth. You need to hear yourself praise His Majesty. I don't know that I've ever heard that. I mean, somebody might have preached that to me. I'm, you know, but man, that is a that is a succinct truth that we all need to have. (laughs) That's how we dethrone ourselves. That is so. You've got to hear yourself, not just think it, because 
you want to see a battle with pride, right. make yourself lay down on the floor and praise his majesty out loud by yourself when there's no one in the house. Mm-hmm. And you will quickly realize how much pride has a hold on you. When you go, Wait, I'm by myself. Yeah. I can just do this. Oh, yeah. But you're so naked before God. It's like, oh, but man, I know that he absolutely knows how I'm feeling in my heart about this. And I'm... Yeah. And it is. And I am... And now I'm doing it, but I'm not doing it with a totally right heart because I'm just doing it to do it so I can say I did it. Right. And it's like, yeah, you want a little battle. I, did, I went through that. That was part of my oh, story. Like, I, okay, I'm going to lay prostrate on the ground and I'm gonna, now I'm going to shout out some praise. I'm, I'm going to put a hand up in worship. I remember so distinctly <laughs> that battle. They're like, I'll do it wrong. I don't know how to do it. I'm late to the game. These guys all feel something. They have some reason for it. I don't know. Uh, this, is this it? Oh, this is probably wrong. <laughs> this is bad. And the whole time, all I could feel was like that, uh, being that kid and God being like, oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. And I'm like, no, it's, I'm not even good. Is it like, and he's going, oh, it's <laughs> the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I go, that's, that's the whole bit right there. It's, 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 it's this it's doesn't just, do anything, <laughs> but this, the heart of that going, is Set this how I do? That's it. That whole thing. He goes, yeah, I created that whole weird, awkward everything so that your heart has that opportunity to go, I'm so nervous about this, but I love you and I want to, is this it? It's the only reason I'm doing it. It's it's like getting a macaroni card from your kid when they're really young and it just spells dad wrong and everything. And he goes, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And and that really was the point today. One whispered word is all it takes to enter in. One sincerely. Yeah. Whispered word. Because that's, that sets in motion. Right. And so often uh, we don't speak out our praise because, oh, I don't know. And I can't do it like they do. And I can't just speak out. Don't. Who wants that? Yeah. Let your words be few. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, a couple of quick housekeeping ones. Somebody asked or mentioned that the uh, transcript was not online. So we'll fix that right away, I'm sure. It, yeah. It was. He says it was. Ken says you're uh, you're a liar. Ken so. says you're a dirty liar. Give <laughs> <laughs> a telephone. It's going to get worse and worse. Um, yes. And then somebody else wanted to know if the music. Uh, oh, when did was... you look for the transcript? Because I I finished it kind of late last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's okay. between Kent and this guy. So <laughs> yeah, that's uh, your that's your fight. <laughs> yeah, not sure. <laughs> um, but somebody else wanted to know if the music was uh oh 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 no i see what they're saying i thought they were asking if this was the live music but they're asking what the pre-service music was again which we get all the time which is i will i don't know why i can't remember harold lloyd it's harold lloyd's world of comedy world, world of comedy i think no, i don't it's think like that, that. it's world something of... like that it's no longer produced you can find them on ebay harold lloyd look up harold lloyd cd and I love I, it. Yeah. It's become our um, Harold Lloyd was a silent, the silent movie comedian that hung off the clock. And in the '60s, he remember kids. <laughs> and in the '60s, he put a compilation together of all of his best things. Yeah. And then uh, hired a big old Philharmonic Orchestra uh, to to play and a guy to score all of it. And so they had to come up with something that had like every mood possible. And I have loved that music since my teen years. 
And but it's a, that made it real popular to get in the car and you're like, hey, cats, remember, check out this. Well, remember, my car, my senior year was a 1923 <laughs> Buick convertible I rolled out of a barn. Oh, okay, of the course end, it let's was. go. Yeah, that's it now. Okay, Love we gotta go. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye.